A pandemic is not an ideal time for dating, I think we could all agree. But as we approach the one-year mark of our national semi-lockdown, how do you date a guy during social distancing? How can you build trust? How can you stay safe? How can you hook up? How can you see more than one person at a time? All that and much more on this Love You podcast. Stick around. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn how to date during the coronavirus pandemic. When we're done, I'll let you know how you can apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So let's establish that meeting guys at this time is particularly fraught with a different level of complexity than normal times. In normal times, you use your app, you swipe on a million guys, and you wonder why the quality of interactions is so low, why you're getting stuck in texting hell, and why nothing seems to get off the ground. Oh, actually, it's the same thing right now, isn't it? But worse, like take that and double it. Why? Well, people are tired. People are just losing momentum. People don't exactly even know what they want right now. They want social contact, but they're not really sure if they feel safe. They're not really sure if they're motivated to have enough to give to a relationship. So there's a lot of confusion and a lot of ambivalence, which means a lot of trial and error and failure. And it's compounded by the fact that we have these amazing tools for frictionless meeting. And these, these frictionless meeting tools, which we call dating apps, are making us even feel more isolated and dissatisfied. So I don't mean to do another anti-app and texting rant, but this is a way of pointing out that if you're using apps and texting as your primary form of communication, everything is like five times harder. If only because you're talking to a whole bunch of people who also have limited, sorry, limitless options at this point in time. If everybody's disposable, right, there's always someone cuter, always someone more interesting, and the, the nature of the communication is so slight. Texts, emojis. You're never really going to get anything off the ground unless you get super lucky. So before we talk about what's wrong with social distancing, which is easy, let's take a moment to praise it. Let's talk about what's right about it. Number one, it forces a corrective to the flaws of dating apps. Those have been enumerated, but if dating apps allow you to access a limitless number of people with no effort, because of coronavirus, we're sort of forced to slow down. You cannot just... I mean, you can um, swipe right on a guy and have him text you once and come up to your house with a bottle of wine, but that's not a very safe thing, and I don't think most people are doing it. So it's forced those guys, if they're going to get any action, to at least give the illusion of wanting to pay attention to who you are as a human being. Next, number two, it forces you to date more slowly. Dating is a necessary evil. People don't like dating. Nobody wants to be good at dating. But... Dating with clarity and intention is how you end up finding love, how you end up getting married. And moving slower, just like most things in life, is going to produce a better result than moving faster. So this whole thing has forced us, against our will, to slow down. You just can't meet guys, strange guys, for blind dates in person these days. There, there's a cost to that. There's a social cost. There's potentially a physical cost. 
So we are forced against our will to slow down and slowing down is actually to our benefit, to your benefit as a woman. Next, number three, it allows you to use the phone for what it was originally created for. I know that's kind of silly. People like texting. You probably like texting and talking on the phone is weird. At the same time, talking on the phone is good. FaceTime is good. Zoom is good. This is a way to have a first date with a guy without having to meet him in person. It's a way of building trust, rapport, excitement, anticipation, and chemistry and attraction without actually having to get dressed up and go out on a nice date or even have to go to a coffee shop. You could have your first date like this. And I really actually hope that more people do video chats prior to going on first dates in the future post-pandemic. Um, number four, it allows you to get to know, know someone in a more organic way. Uh, your more organic way very specifically is getting to know someone without the pressure of having to go on a date. You're not interviewing this person for the part of spouse. I think the fact that we're forced to go slow means we could take a little bit of pressure off. You don't have to ask difficult questions of someone um, on a Zoom call. It's a more low pressure situation. And so by slowing down, getting to know someone first by text or email, hopefully writing longer correspondence, right, leading to a scheduled Zoom date, scheduled FaceTime, repeated scheduled FaceTimes, now we're on the path to get to know someone in a way that is more like conventional courtship, the thing that has worked for a long time prior to the internet. And then there's this other silver lining to the pandemic, which it allows you time to heal and learn and reflect. Listen, no one would want this to happen. At the same time, being stuck at home, being a college-educated six-figure earner who is alone in her four walls is definitely a call to action to reflect is this what I want? Am I living the life that I want? Has been being busy been an excuse to stay single? Right? Is it just an easy inertia path for me to stay on this same track that's not leading me to love? Do I want to recalibrate how I'm approaching love and the importance of having a partner in life? And what a wonderful opportunity to learn what I've been doing wrong that I could correct once the world opens up again in a few months. So this is actually a really, really good time. Lots of people have been joining Love You because it's a really good time to reflect and learn. So that's the good stuff. But with all this slower courtship process, there's also a downside, which is already quite obvious to you. Guys are just going to be lazier. And it's not an excuse for them. It's an observation. Guys are going to be lazier because they can't hook up. And if they can't hook up, they're a little less motivated to even try. Right? If we keep in mind... Right, from love you, men look for sex and find love. And if that's true, men are in the pursuit of sex. And in the pursuit of sex, they're like, oh, she's pretty cool too. Well, this is going to slow down some of their activity because there's no instant gratification for them. And if instant gratification has gone, they're not really sure what to do or whether it's worth it. And you know what? That's okay. It's a self-selecting process. Saves you a lot of trouble of figuring out if guys are players right now. Players are kind of out of business. So most of the guys, if they're putting in some energy to getting to know you platonically right now, they're probably distinguishing themselves from the players. And I think that's a good thing, even if it lowers the volume and increases the quality. So now, presuming that any man who's willing to get on FaceTime or Zoom might be a decent guy, right? if he's willing to put in a few hours of phone time in that first week or two, right? how do you stay safe in this environment? Well, first, let's establish 
then we have to we, we have to create trust over the phone. The phone is everything right now. We have to create trust on the phone. You don't want to interrogate a guy like you're a prosecuting attorney before you go on a date. At the same time, you're well within your rights to ask organically how he's approaching social distancing during the pandemic. And if you conclude that you are a mask at all times woman and he's a guy who thinks this is an overblown hoax, well, probably better to have that conversation now. Easier to pass on each other rather than to go on a date and feel anxious that he's not following the same precautionary protocols as you are. Now, if we've established that your guy is someone you can trust, then we have the complexity of, well, what does that mean when we're going on a physical date? So lots of women in Love You are dating and dating successfully at this time, and they're using a walk-to-run approach. Very deliberate, finding their way. And to recapitulate some of the ideas we talked about, they're not going on blind dates to some dude's house without a mask but they are doing a series of FaceTime or Zoom dates. They're building up to social distance walks, picnics, outdoor dining, where it's applicable. If not, they're spending more time on FaceTime because sometimes the weather is too brutal to even consider doing anything outside. And sometimes they're even getting together in person for the few, first few meetings with masks because, hey, it makes it possible if you're gonna go inside at a guy's house and, you know, six, six feet apart, wear a mask. So to reduce the option of being um, uh, affected by coronavirus. So these are all practical ways of doing this. And like most things with coronavirus, the data is a moving target and individual risk tolerance varies. But at the end of the day, if a guy is pushing you to do something that you're uncomfortable with, just find yourself a new guy. There's always a new guy. What makes things the most confusing, at least as far as I'm concerned as an advisor, is hooking up. In Love You, I'm always encouraging you to date like a guy. Keep a lot of options open. See who emerges over time as the leading candidate. Often, in my way of doing things, that would mean kissing more than one guy at a time. And COVID changes that, and it should. Right? And not necessarily in a good way. These days, you kind of have to cast your lot early. You can't just be the casting bandit who's going on a new date every Friday, Saturday night with a new guy. And, right, so we have to be a little bit more selective about who we do that and then take a certain leap of faith that the choice you're making is a good one. So if you're looking for a timeline, here's what I would recommend if I were in your position. I'd opt to keep my options open, talk to a lot of guys, do a lot of texting phones, right? scheduling phone dates, first dates. Right? And I would do that for two to three weeks without any physical contact, nothing in person, Right. Build up trust. See if you like someone. See if he makes an effort for you. Remember our Venn diagram. How much do I like him? How much does he like me? And what kind of effort is he making? How does it feel in between dates? So build up the trust at the beginning. See if you're both safe. And then two, three weeks in, you could start with some of the physical stuff, not just jumping into bed, but maybe having exclusive foreplay for two to three weeks while you suss out whether this person is really a boyfriend candidate. And then mutually determining at the end of a month or six weeks whether you should dive into an exclusive sexual relationship. What I don't want you to do because you're feeling lonely or because he's cute is get into some sort of COVID relationship where it's essentially friends with benefits, you know, at a distance, just because the timing of this. We still have to keep our standards high. Yes, it's a way to pass the time. No, I don't judge you. But I don't want you emerging from this whole thing with some 
suboptimal boyfriend for the past six months just because you fell into it during the pandemic. Right? Better to keep busy, try guys on, maybe it's only one guy a month, until you find a guy who is a really good fit for after this whole thing is over. So I know this isn't the definitive answer on this, but I hope it helped you think through some of the complexities of dating a guy during social distancing. Please share below in the comments if you agree, if you've had any other experiences that should uh, the other women who've been, who are watching should be aware of. And I very much appreciate your time. I look forward to seeing you again next week. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button and ring the bell. Choose all to ensure that you get notified whenever, whenever new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to find love right now and you're committed to making healthier choices with men so you can have that easy relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, look for the link below. Apply to coaching with me in Love You. Talk to you soon. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the apply button to get started.